Power Wolf's Army of the Night, one of my favorite songs. You can tell. It makes me super excited and always excited for our episode of Geology tonight. Wonderful segue. How are you, Chelsea? Oh, I'm good. Thanks, Ben. How are you? Oh, you know, exam in three days, so cripplingly anxious. What exam? Criminal law. Criminal law. Always. uh, Speaking of criminal law, we have a a story coming up later tonight involving some criminal justice. Better segue. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes, we do, and you'll hear about that in our archaeology segment. Uh, still called archaeology. Still unf- yet to be renamed. I don't know if I should say still called archaeology, unfortunately, because it is growing on me a little bit. It is. I think it fits. It's quite fitting. Yeah. Of course, if you do have a better name. Submit it. Submit it. Um, archaeology is good. Uh, we have some new segments maybe coming up yes. later. Um, which I he will be hearing for the first time, you will be hearing for the first time, and you can help us decide on what goes in. Please don't leave us to the decisions. We've already shown you that we're untrustworthy. Yes, quite. <laughs> yes. Uh, if you have any song requests for this show or the next show, and they're hard rock or heavy metal, uh, send them through to us at TuneFM 106.9 on Facebook, or, shockingly, you can actually give us a call on 6773-1069. Pretty dope. Anyway, as always, coming up is archaeology with some five-finger death punch news and Dio, rest his soul, Um, and new mystery segment. What will it be? Only Chelsea knows. Actually, I don't even know. It's up to – it's going to be up to you guys. But we'll see. Anyway, we're coming into a song break, and this song was actually requested by my younger brother, um, who is so excited to hear that we're back on air, by the way. What is your younger brother's name? Angus. Hi, Angus. Thanks for listening. Yes, my my biggest fan besides Madeline. Aww. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. And it is Sons of Plunder by Disturbed. Okay, that's got me intrigued. Yes, and here it is. You're listening to Sons of Plunder by Disturbed. This is the Geology Hour on 106.9 Tune FM.
Listening to the Jellager on Tune FM, that was Tainted Love, the final track off Marilyn Manson's album, The Golden Age of Grotesque. Before that, we had Can I Play With Madness, which is off the album Seventh Son of a Seventh Son by Iron Maiden. That was released some time ago, I believe. And before that, we had um, Sons, Sons of, of Plunder. Plunder by Disturbed. Uh, How does he do it? <laughs> tainted. I love, I know, I can see that you're impressed. I didn't even phone out or anything. I just off the top of my yeah. head, bang, bang, so, bang. Yeah, I, I think that that's not very clear um, when we pre-record these, but yeah. I always seem so amazed. I don't think the audience realizes he doesn't have his phone out. He doesn't have any notes. He just recall he just recalls what track number, what album, what side of the song it is out of the top of his head. He's I do got love a, my metal music. He's got a crazy memory for that stuff, which is why I always seem so impressed. Um, I'm a little proud of it now that you've actually talked it up so much. Um, yeah, no, it's amazing. It it impressed uh, our special guest from last week. Yes, Madeline was pretty impressed. But yeah. this is a woman that can do an R2-D2 squeal with her voice, so she is not short herself of pretty amazing talents. She does um, have some obscure talents. Um, but no, Tainted Love, uh, we c- we're continuing our little uh, running gag of having a pop song, a relatively famous pop song covered by a metal act, which I'm, which is a little thing that's growing on me. I, I quite like yeah, doing it. Yeah, I Be- like this part of the segment. Because of the show. You, find, you find it just, you know, the contrast of hearing like a really general sort of poppy upbeat song that just then goes into something different is really quite hilarious yeah it's uh it is hilarious anyway it's archaeology time it is archaeology which is you know the study of working things out like archive and geology together but it's not rocks (laughs) it's turning (laughs) over we're turning over some rocks and the first rock of the night to be turned over, is uh, Jeremy Spencer, so the drummer of Five Finger Death Punch, another one of my brother's favourite bands, by the way, Mm -hmm. um, has uh, passed his first exam and is now a reserve police officer in Rockport, Indiana. Congratulations to you, Mr. Spencer. Do you think that it's a bit ironic uh, when, you know, it's kind of the the opinion around heavy metal... uh, mainly from their concerts and stuff where some crazy stuff goes on, um, they they can turn around and just be such upstanding citizens. Oh, it's ironic as all hell. That's why I love it so much. I love that he is now becoming a police uh, part of law enforcement. That really cracks me up. I'm, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, I think it's genuinely super funny. Um, and, you know, and I don't know why I was so amazed because it's well documented mm. that, he, he's, a, he's a lovely person. But best friend of our show, who, happy birthday for a couple days ago, actually, uh, Per Sundström, um, he actually turned out to be a genuinely lovely guy. And I think that those stereotypes kind of around hard rock and heavy metal. Absolutely. I mean, some of I've been to quite a few concerts in my life and the metal and rock concerts that I've been to, the, fan, like, the people there, the people that go, are just such... The community there is really quite wonderful. They're friendly, they're supportive. They contrast that with when I went to, um, uh, I guess, alternative pop sort of band Panic! The Disco, the two times I've been, and the fans are dicks. Like, no, yeah. <laughs> forgive me if you are a fan that you're listening, but the fans that were at the concerts that I went to, they were downright nasty. They were yeah. really, really nasty. Yeah, it, it's, it can be kind of a weird sort of contrast and it's it is definitely super different depending on the circles you kind of run in of course because you know slipknot's audience and their concerts were well known for some gross stuff going on for sure Um, i don't mean the insane clown posse oh god yeah yeah (laughs) gg allen if you know if anyone of our listeners know anything about that yeah psychopath (laughs) yeah it's definitely i don't think it's weird per se but i think that you know, it's it just goes to show you can't really paint uh, with one broad brush. No, and I like it as well because of the, um, you know, when metal first started hitting the scene, the, you know, the Grazi moral guardians of the world were screaming that it was, you know, Satan's music and it was corrupting the youth and all people that were into this were evil, evil yeah, people. Um, like, I'm protecting the law. So, you know, yeah, up so yours, essentially. <laughs> yes. Anyway, Tune FM and obviously the Geology Hour is... Wishing a big congratulations to Jeremy Spencer. Good Absolutely. job, man. I hope you have a lo- I hope you have a wonderful career. Yes, and leading on to our next bit of news, uh, Dio. Yeah, this is a bit. Mm. Dio. Yes. Well, which is actually why I've I've kept the majority of the segment so we can talk about this. Yeah. Um, oh, because I think that I have some opinions. <laughs> yeah, I think that this is definitely worth a discussion. Okay. Um. Let's so. Go. 
Dio, um, who is a famous musician, you may know him for his music. You may know him from Tenacious D's The Peak of Destiny. Um, <laughs> he is a famous musician who uh, died in 2010 of stomach cancer. Mm. Um, they sort of semi-revived him uh, for Whack and Open Air in 2016. Um, and he's just played at Paramount Theatre on the 6th of June for his Dio Returns concert. Um, now, some of you may be thinking, but you just told us he died of stomach cancer in 2010. He appeared via hologram. I was about to say, no, they dug him up and they've just weakened and <laughs> used him throughout the whole concert. Uh, yeah, and the question I want to ask you, and I think it's definitely worth a, a bit of a discussion, is what do you think of of artists who have passed away um returning or you know is it let me think of how i should pose this question is it um a honor to their memory to have them you know pseudo play concerts again or is it kind of desecrating the name in in the pursuit of money well okay i actually have three major points that sort of all sort of rounds into that question number right. one is it honoring the memory or desecrating the memory in terms of gaining money? It depends. I'm not going to be, I'm not just going to say, oh, I hate this. This is ridiculous for X, Y, Z, just to, you know, yeah. sound outrage. But it depends on the musician and it depends on obviously what their, what the thoughts are of their family, if they ever made any sort of statements around it when they were alive. Um, I know the the hologram thing is relatively new and it all it already has been creating a fair amount of controversy. I'm not a fan and I do see it as a little bit of not necessarily desecrating someone's memory, but just a little bit off and a little bit, um, I don't know, it just doesn't sit well with me. Um, can you, can you like explain why? Well, okay. Um, I sort of, well, yes, actually that leads into the second thing I was going to say. Um, there has been a lot of controversy and outrage regarding Kiss's latest tour that they're on now because there is m allegations and pretty substantiated proof of lip syncing and playing new instruments to backing tracks. Yeah. Now, I see this as entirely the same thing. I realize obviously because the artist is dead and back as a hologram, there's no option, but charging people concert prices to go and see what is essentially a light show and a bit of and music coming out of a speaker that's not live, that's not, you know, them, that's not the artist that you love and were a fan of. I think it's I think it's not necessarily exploitation, but I think it is taking advantage of people. And I don't like that, you know, when someone dies, you can just say, okay, well, we're going to project him onto a screen. We'll have the music, we'll have the songs coming out of speakers, pay us money and come and see it again. It just, it seems off and it's not something that I'm a huge, huge fan of. It almost seems a bit, I don't want to say sacrilegious because I think that's a bit over the top, but it just, it seems a little bit unnecessary and it seems a little bit um i'm trying to think of the right term because like i said i don't want to say sacrilegious i don't want to say disrespectful because i don't think that's entirely accurate in every case but in a way i think it's almost un unfair uh no that's all right i think it's a little bit unfair to again fans that are potentially coming to see him and potentially coming to the show the, the flip side the, they know yeah. that it's going to be a hologram and that, that that's the flip side of course you know if they're willing to pay the money to go and see a hologram is that on them if they want to see it? and you know that's fair enough as well but i, I, it, I the best example i can think of mm. the best example i can think of um is michael jackson who has you know made holographic appearances in recent years when he died back in 2009 he was on the eve of starting a massive world tour as in the yeah. concerts that were already booked for the uk were all sold out and sold yeah. out in an instant the amount of money that they had to leave behind because of obviously him dying was massive, was an enormous amount of money. And they could have just kept that money if the technology was available at the time to just bring him back as a hologram and, you know, do the shows. And they didn't, obviously, because it wasn't available back then. But I don't really think that... I don't know. If, like like you said, if people want to pay and are willing to pay to go and see it, knowing what they're getting into, I guess, you know, more power to them, fair enough. But I certainly don't think I would go to one. I think it almost, I don't know. It, like it, 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 It's a very murky let me, issue. Let me just interrupt you and post no, you this. Go for it. Um, so I first ever heard about this holographic technology 
when they were considering having Queen. So um, Freddie Mercury, who had died years before Mm -hmm. I was born, so I would never, ever have gotten to experience him live in concert. Never. Um, But Queen was and is my favourite band of all time. I would have jumped on that opportunity Mm -hmm. to, to see him as a fan. So what I'm saying is... Um, does the 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 cash grab sort of of the producer or of the label that they used to work with mm-hmm. charging full full concert prices does that outweigh you know the love of the fans? That's true, and I, I guess um, a lot of people will say, well, why don't they just lower the prices because the technology required to uh, have a holographic show go for two hours, which is what the standard concert give, would be expensive as all hell. So I get oh, absolutely. that, and. I get like I get that perspective of someone that you know bringing back an artist that is long dead that people wouldn't have had the chance to see live. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, and and Dio died almost ten years ago. He did. Yes. He um, like you said, stomach cancer a fair while ago. So there would. I mean, I know I've obviously never been to a concert. Um, yep. I've heard a fair bit of this of your stuff. Never been. Uh, I know my dad, who was a huge ACDC fan, would jump at the opportunity to go and see a concert of ACDC with Bon Scott back. Yeah. Absolutely. Holographically. So. Yeah. I, I don't know. It seems, like I said, it just seems... it's Maybe it's just because I'm not used to it. Maybe I'll have to think about it a bit more. At the From what I've heard so far, I'm just I'm still leaning against it. Um, almost, it's almost like, you know, what is... I was about to say, what is dead might never die. Wow. <laughs> um, sort of let let sleeping dogs lie or let dead dogs lie, if you will. Um, yeah. But, you know, I'm not, you know, slicing anybody that does it. I'm not saying, you know, I'm not going to call well, the producers money-grabbing... Dio you know, Returns is a hugely popular tour, by the way. Of course, and you know, I suspected it would be. Same, as, I think the first, the first um, time I ever heard of the holographic thing was when I think Whitney Houston. They did a Whitney. They did some Whitney Houston yep. shows with her. You know, I guess. I don't, do you still say you know it was a Whitney Houston concert? Or do you say it was the sounds of Whitney Houston? I don't know what the terminology is. Yeah, well, that's a, that's another thing. Yeah. Do holographs have human rights? Um, no. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I couldn't help it. That's okay. Uh, no, and it, it, it it's weird. You know, it's 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 Definitely. unusual. It's unique. It's something that no, that's very very new on the scene. So. I'm not going to discourage it from happening. I'm not going to say that people shouldn't go and see yep. songs they want to. I just probably still personally would not unless it was something super spectacular. Although it does, and I guess I'm not the first person to say this, if this can be perfected, is that there might well be a possibility for real-life epic rap battle live tours, <laughs> which yeah. would be pretty spectacular. Yeah, or, or playing multiple world tours simultaneously i no, literally that's a, watched that's a, a point that's a, a point i literally yeah. watched a black mirror episode on it yeah. today uh, the most ambitious crossover event in history we have acdc we have kiss we have yeah. everybody in one shot exactly it would be crazy i mean are you for it are you against it overall i think overall i i'm for it okay um you know it's obviously a very fine line to walk yeah um, and it, it would it would vary from fan to fan, but I think it gives new fans like me with Queen the opportunity to, to see something that was beyond my time. Yeah, okay, that's fair enough. Yeah. Anyway, in celebration of Dio yes. and his new tour, congratulations <laughs> to him. Yeah, well, <laughs> um, well done on your career renaissance. Oh, that's definitely not the right word to use. Yes. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> welcome, welcome back to the touring, Dio. Uh <laughs> We're going to play Holy Diver. Yep. A <laughs> classic you could say from the album Holy Diver. You could say he's got a new lease on life. <laughs> you could say that. You're listening to 106.9 at Tune FM's Geology Hour.
They're gonna clean up your looks with all the lies in the books to make a citizen out of you. Because they sleep with a gun and keep an eye on you, son, so they can watch all the things you do. Because the drugs never work, they're gonna give you a smirk, cause they got methods of keeping you clean. They're gonna rip up your heads, your aspirations to shreds, another cock in the murder machine. They said Gonna fit in much, kid But if you're troubled and hurt What you got under your shirt We'll make them pay for the things that they did They said That was Teenagers by MCR, the 11th track of the 2006 album The Black Parade. Before that was Holy Diver by Dio, the second track off of the Holy Diver album released in 1983, I believe. How does he do it? Um, so the reason that I chose MCR, because MCR was my choice of a song this week, uh, the, the Teenagers song, the reason I chose that is because there have been some rumors floating around the good old internets. Which and I normally pay no mind to them because internet rumors are a dime a dozen and most of them turn out to be rubbish, you know. So I'm not going to um, put any sort of faith into this or get too hopeful. But what I've heard is that there was a, a studio in America somewhere, do not know where, didn't say, where um, MCR were going in and practicing. Now. Hmm. Joe Jonas, uh, very famously involved with MCR, he even came out and sort of teased that this might be leading into something. Now, MCR are sort of... Think of it this way. The emo phase of culture and society, 2006, 2008 roughly, it was more or less started by MCR. Think of the typical sort of... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it. Preps versus... Exactly. Yeah, Ebony, Darkness, Raven, Way, whatever. Yes, I remember Um, that. Wow, holy crap. Never thought I'd get to reference that on any show. (laughs) So, um, if this turns out to be legitimate, um, that... I'd be really, really, really stoked. Yeah, me too. Not because um, I'm a big fan of MCR. I like them. I've just never been a super fan. Not because I'd love to go to one of their shows. I probably would, but I wouldn't be too fussed over it. But because if that culture can come back, I would be <laughs> the happiest person alive. Oh. I love the emo culture back in those days. Like yeah. all of the oh, it was so classic. If, if I if it can now if it can become socially acceptable again to walk down the street in that sort of getup, I will be the happiest person alive. I think that that is hilarious. So 
I'm all for it because I want that culture back. If Understandable. They can, if they can bring that back, I will I will go to all of their Australian shows. I will follow them around the country. Absolutely understandable. And I mean, I, I'm not being too hopeful because they have got a bit of pre- uh, prejudice. They have got a bit of um, precedent for this. Mm-hmm. A little on the in 2016 on the anniversary of the Black Parade album, there was a teaser put on YouTube of Black Parade 10. And people were, everyone went nuts. Oh, they're coming back. There's going to be another album. There's going to be another tour, blah, 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 blah. And it just turned out to be a release of some B, uh, some bonus tracks from yeah, the album. Right. So everyone got really disappointed. So not optimistic by any means, but if there's a possibility, I'm going to just hope that it goes somewhere. Yeah. Well, why not? <laughs> and I mean, yeah, it all comes down, I guess, to Gerard Way. He was sort of the one of the main yeah. people of the band, so... Yes. Anyway, leaning on from that, I don't really have a good segue for that. That's all right. There's not really much you can really segue. I don't know. I'm just try to think of stuff. Segways. Um, we have uh, obviously we're not going to be lucky enough to interview fantastic bassists from fantastic bands every week. No. So unfortunately, I've been brainstorming, and you're going into this cold. Yes, I am. I'm a little bit scared, actually. <laughs> I've been brainstorming, and oh, I've been God. thinking of a new segment. So everyone who's listening as well, mm. please. You let me know in your opinions, what you would like to hear. I might even put up a poll on our Facebook page, which is TuneFM 106.9. Um, and I have I have thought of three new segments, mm-hmm. all with fantastic names like archaeology. Oh, dear God. <laughs> and I want you to tell me what you think. Okay. Because obviously, as you may or may not know, this show is actually gets podcasted and it gets podcasted in seasons. So we could do a different thing for every season or start with a new thing every season. I don't know. We'll we'll see. Anyway, saying that, I'm going to start with the one that I'm actually least cool about. Okay. And it's called Stage Lights. Stage Lights, right? Which is just a spotlight sort of thing. Yep. Um, yeah, but that's trying got a to lot make to it more. Rocks. Trying um, to make it more bandy. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, and, and what is Stage Lights? Taking a, a year. Mm-hmm. And and focusing on it, like what were the elements of 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 rock of how it, like you said, MCR's era, and they had the preps versus the goths. Mm. That was awesome. All yeah, right, yeah, that's one word for it. That's awesome. That's unique to that era only. Mm. So looking at how you know rock and heavy metal audiences have evolved, and how they differ over era to era, it's kind of like merging culture. My old show into this show shameless plug for a show that doesn't exist anymore yes uh but you can still what listen to the podcast podcast there and you go. watch it on our facebook page yeah um so what do you think of that so far it's interesting it's got it's got a bit of potential it's something else to do on the show which is always good yeah um and it only needs to fill an eight minute slot well exactly it wouldn't be too difficult to do no um what else have you got Okay, I got two more. These two I'm 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 more excited about. Okay, hit me. So the first one I'm gonna introduce you to is called Battle of the Bands. Where is, we pick isn't, isn't it from Rock War? It's from just life, dude. Okay. Um Battle of the Bands, where we take you pick a band, mm. I pick a band, or the audience picks a band. Mm. And we compete to see whose band is the coolest. How do we do that? Now, I will pick a random topic, mm. like planes, or just something completely random, and we find a band or a song from a band, and we compete those two songs together. And see which one fits the theme more. Not even that. Just see which one we think is better. We've got to argue for the merits of our band for okay. that week. For that theme. For not even that theme, just that's just a way to like kind of, it's got to it's got to fit the theme. There's no points for the theme. It's just you can't just do something randomly. Okay. I can see I when I was visualizing this this segment, I could see a Power Wolf versus Night which situation. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty keen for that. I got to say, which I think would be penultimate for the season. The problem is like legitimately, I could go off that for like we could go, we could literally have a three hour special show. I mean, of just obviously, that. yeah, we could, um, as like a battle of the bands uh, grand finale for mm. for the season, right? So, what do you think of the Battle of the Bears? I like that idea. I like. I would have to like. Obviously, we'd have to sort of go into it a bit more and work out all the details. Yeah, like I'm we'd pick. We'd pick a topic. I'd make. We'd make a bunch of like a list of topics, and we'd pick it out of the hat at the mm. end of the week, 
or at the end of the segment and say the theme for next week's one's going to be this one. Mm. Yeah. What do you think on that? I'm hot on that idea. I'm a lot hotter on that idea than I am on stage lights. Yeah, which I is li- fine. I like Battle of the Bands. Battle of the Bands is pretty good. What's so if you one? like Battle of the Bands. Let us know on Facebook. Let us know on Facebook. Give but I was actually going to lead in this to you. Oh, sorry. So if you like Battle of the Bands, you're going to love uh, the Newcomer Death Tournament. The, uh, uh, so <laughs> if you've ever played Super Smash Brothers, and this is when this idea came to me, by the way. I was playing a game Smash. Right. Um, there is a tournament mode where uh, you draw up a tournament, you have a bunch of bands, and you compete those bands against each other. Uh, to see who will be the penultimate winner. Mm-hmm. So obviously we might start with, I don't know, 16 bands and then it will narrow down to eight bands and yep. then four bands and then two in, a two in the grand finale. What do you think on that? Well, how is that any different from Battle of the Bands? So Battle of the Bands, so the, with Battle of the Bands, it would just be a, like a one-off oh, okay, yep, thing gotcha. every, every episode. Whereas in the in the death tournament... We know all the bands that are going in. You know, the audience can vote for their band if they want it. And we argue the merits of those bands in like a... If we want. Or we can we can try and sway the audience one way or another. Oh, no, yep, cool. I like that. Sounds good. And then we can see who, who is the ultimate winner. I like that one as well. Because, you know, there's build-up. Mm. And if the audience doesn't like who we chose, maybe we might have a, a wild card sessions. Yep, I see like what you mean. Like they do in uh, Robot. Yep. Robot fighting. Mm. What do you think of that? I like it. I do like that. I'll be honest. I really like that idea. Yeah, I yeah. like that idea too. I like too. that and... Um, Battle of the Battle Bands. Battle of the Bands, yeah. Well, which one do you prefer? Uh, I like the idea of Battle of the Bands just a tad more because we can sort of... Because we choose which one to go with, it sort of gives us a bit more... We can talk about it a bit yeah. more in depth. Yeah, obviously. Anyway, um, obviously, we do this show for the people. Mm-hmm. So... Hard rock and heavy metal fans that are listening. Yeah. I'm possibly going to put up a poll on our Facebook page. You come and listen to the to the podcast, listen to the episode. I might take a clip out of just explaining this bit. Yeah. And you tell us what you want to listen to. I personally like the death tournament because there's build-up to the end of the season. But you like Battle of the Bands. Yeah. We might have to fight. We might have to do that. <laughs> Off air, but if you like the stage light thing or Battle of the Bands or the Death Tournament, you tell us and, and we we will accommodate you because yes. ultimately you're the most important thing to us. We do the show for you. Exactly. So there you go. There you have it. Anyway, <laughs> I I think that those are good picks for a, for a new segment mm-hmm. personally and it'll easily fill up eight minutes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So... Coming up next uh, is a message I have for a friend. Oh, um, is that? Oh, that's a song. Right, okay. It's a song. Confuse me for a second. A there. message I have for a friend who's going through a rough time right now um, who actually introduced me to this song and this band. Um, it's Be Yourself by Audio Slave, mm. which is a really nice song. And I, you know, to, to be yourself is all that you can do is the, is the lyrics to the song. And I just hope he picks what's best for him. <laughs> And, you know, not, I mean, there's so many external factors when we, when we're doing stuff. Of course. You know, but stay true to yourself. Mm. This is kind of the message of the song, which I think is really, really beautiful. That's very wholesome. Anyway, it'll be Be Yourself by Audio Slave, followed up by, fingers crossed, the English version of Sandman by Oomph. 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 <laughs> You're listening to 106.9 Tune FM's Geology Hour. See you in a sec.
That was Sandman by Oomph, the sixth track off of the 2010 album Truth or Dare. Oomph is in actual fact a German band that uh, re-released most of their German songs into one album, Truth or Dare, in English. So that was the English version of Sandman. It's uh, interesting to note as well when he was he, he texted me his song preferences before the show. Mm. Um, and he told me, he was like, this, is, this song is in German and in English. We're looking for the English version. It'll only have one N in it. So yeah. he knows. Sandman is actually uh, Sandman, the German one. The original was spelt with two Ns. And I actually am. Um, I, I would have loved to have played the German one. We just sort of, we're not really allowed to play non-English versions of songs. No. Unless we sort of, and that's understandable because some of them can have quite, um, to give you an example, um, and probably one of my favorite oomph songs is Bimerst and Maltutz im Array. And the English translation of that is the first time always hurts. So for obvious uh, reasons, we can't really play that on the radio. Gross. Um, yeah. So And yeah, so that was uh, Sandman. And before that, we had Be Yourself by Audio Slave, which was Chelsea's little message to a friend. Yeah. I hope you're doing well, Chelsea's friend. Um, yeah. And we are into our outro, unfortunately, because <laughs> geology comes to an end once again. Which it's the is end, end of the end of the show for this week. Um, disappointing. Yeah, we did have some archaeology with uh, five finger death punches. Uh, Jeremy Spencer becoming a reserve police officer. Good on you, Jeremy. Congratulations, Jeremy from Tune FM and the geology team. Mm-hmm. And of course, Dio in his Dio returns to a mm-hmm. very controversial, but the fans seem to like it. Mm, they do yes and although i will just point out you should never if he um when it comes to uh, his production team or indeed him himself don't ever ever contact them on snapchat 
Why is that? They'll ghost you. Anyway, uh, that was a funny joke. That was I'm a joke, sorry. by the way. He was joking. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, also we have our <laughs> we have our uh, new song break, not song break, talk break. Yeah. Uh, segment. A new segment. Um, one of three. Yeah, one of th- three. So just to quickly recap, um, they were stage light. So like a spotlight for a s- certain era, mm-hmm. talking about, you know, what what really made the era the era that it was. We did bring up that My Chemical Romance uh, punks versus preps, which we both find hilarious. Um, Battle of the Bands, which was a random topic, finding a band that fits that topic, a metal or, or hard rock band that fits that topic and then competing with each other, mm-hmm. which I think is going to be extremely hard for me because, um, like I said off air, you have a crazy good memory for facts, whereas I don't. Um, and we were both really strong debating. We yeah. both love debating. Um, and the uh, death tournament, so a sort of roster of of bands that we can go through to kind of <laughs> I was just gonna say oh, man, I, it'll be quite amusing considering that we are two very strong debaters and we like debating so much people are like listeners but oh my god these two co-hosts can hate each other yeah so. but we don't we're actually really good friends <laughs> so in life. that'd be quite hilarious <laughs> yeah um and so let us know which one you you want mm-hmm. um give you us can some feedback give us some feedback you can contact us on our uh, Facebook page, which is TuneFM 106.9. There may be a poll going up later. There may not be. Yep. I'm, I'm thinking poll. Yeah, so am I. Make it easy for everyone. Absolutely. Anyway, unfortunately, that's the end. Mm. But not unfortunately for you guys. It is Ben's week to my, do the outro. My outro for Nightwish. So, um, yes, it's my week. The outro song that I've chosen for this week is Guess Guess Seminary. And I now it's funny he was making fun of me for not being able to say it, but yeah. here we are. And legitimately, the reason I just did that is because I kept it was kept playing in my head. You stuffing up, and it got stuck in my head. My apologies. The, Sucked in. Yeah, the track is called Geth Seminary. It is the first track from Nightwish's 1998 album Oceanborn. It was then re-released on as part of their Decades compilation album released in 2018, where it was the sixth. 16th track i hope you enjoy it it's one of my favorites off that album and we will be back talking with you next week yeah so i've been chelsea uh, i've been ben and i'm really annoyed that i stuffed up the name of my own <laughs> freaking song wow <laughs> sucked in yeah you're yeah. listening to 106.9 tune fm's geology hour and we'll see you next week see you then bye